It's another non-judgmental female-led teen comedy. I can get used to this. Today I'm talking about Plan B. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Book Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about Plan B, which is a recent uh, release that's out on Hulu, and it is hilarious and fantastic, and I think you should check it out, and I'm about to list off some reasons why. So without further ado, let's get started. I've been a big fan of what I'll dub the progressive sex comedies, comedies that tackle teenagers' sexuality and general misadventures with less actual dangers and a more egalitarian and non-judgmental take on sex. Unsurprisingly, this genre is typically led by two female leads who have to navigate this nonsense together and support each other as outside forces work against them. Which brings us to Plan B, a funny-as-hell take on the progressive sex comedy with a bit more on its mind. Taking place in South Dakota, the movie follows the nerdy Sunny and her rebellious friend Lupe, who decide to host a raging house party at Sunny's house while her mom is out of town. However, when said party leads to an awkward sexual encounter and a condom mishap, Sunny and Lupe will travel to hell and back to get Sunny a morning after pill. So I love this movie. It's so damn funny, the cast are all great, and it does not pull punches when it comes to very big issues like racism or access to birth control. So let's talk highlights. First off, this movie feels teenage in a good way. A lot of movies about teens feel like someone's memory of being a teenager. It's a big time in your personal development, but it's also a time when you can make a stupid mistake one night and have the best moments of your night the next. It's a damn roller coaster, and it's very, very awkward. Plan B captures this feeling very well thanks to its little moments. Stuff like how the girls react to the nasty drink they've made for their party, or Sunny and Lupe keeping big information from one another because they're embarrassed or the way Sunny's face lights up when she notices a boy she likes scoots a little closer to her in a booth. These little moments make a big difference. It also helps that we have a great comedy duo. As you'd expect, you need great performances from the ladies portraying Sunny and Lupe, not just because we need to like them, but also so the dynamics of each jokey setup work. And whether or not, whether on the page or just natural performance style, Victoria Morales and Kuhu Verma are perfect as Lupe and Sunny. What's fun is how each actress has a very different performance style. Morales is very low-key, which is kind of fun because she's the rebellious one, whereas our straight-laced Sunny, played by Kuhu Verma, is much more repressed but more reactive. It's a great dynamic that works throughout all the setups and makes scenes like Sunny's unintentional drug trip even better. And finally, it doesn't shy away from big problems. There's two big ideas this movie is highlighting. The first is that the societal nonsense women in America, especially women of color, have to deal with is ridiculous, stupid, and harmful. The underlying problem in this movie isn't that Sunny needs Plan B, it's that the local pharmacist has the capacity to keep it from her. Which means Sunny and Lupe put themselves in a number of risky situations trying to get a pill that they should be able to get without incident. The film portrays all of this as messed up morality bullshit that shouldn't be there. Which brings us to the second element, which is solidarity between women. It's pretty standard for movies like this to feature a number of bad actors or shady people our heroes have to work through. And it's no accident that in this movie it's all creepy dudes. 
and there are some odd apples amongst the women, but all of the women in this movie make a point of helping other women. A woman who overshared at a gas station may be weird, but she'll defend Sonny and Lupe if some creeps won't leave them alone. It's so well-defined that the main good male character is basically the woke god, and I mean that in the best way. He does and says all of the things men should do or say in these situations, which in turn makes him more attractive to Sonny and the audience. That's how you send a good message to your teens. The end result is a teen comedy that has plenty of laughs, but also a point to make. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.